0: He's the only person I know with shoes that are minus size.
1: Is this turning into the roast of Cody Cameron? Yeah. Back once again for another week. Here we are. We made it. Shout out to everyone that is so anxious to hear us talk for about 45 minutes to an hour every single week. That's right. Um, no, but in all seriousness, welcome back everybody to another episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. My name is Zach Alvira. that is Eric Newman, and uh, we are the Take It Easy Sports Show, as I just mentioned. Um, good show ahead this week, or today, tonight, whatever. Uh, for those of you listening to the live version of this, we stream it live on Twitter on Arizona Varsity. Uh, the Twitter handle and also on the Arizona Varsity Facebook page, so you can always jump on in and hang out. We are never consistent on the time, so good luck just set notifications um per, yeah pretty much it, I, we try
0: to usually do it around the same time but it's yeah never, but we always
1: switch days consistent. we yeah, always switch true. days so that's very true um it, it really just depends on whenever eric and i are available which i sucks but sorry um good show ahead uh we're looking at more schedules the week of the 16th which will be technically week three for like big schools and then week like five for the smaller schools it's weird um so we're looking at some of the top games that we believe in our opinion are going to be the best matchups uh for every conference 2a through 6a um and then eric has a game that he wants to play now here's the thing whenever eric has games i get worried because it could be get to know the z -Z 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 man it could be all of a sudden i'm a therapist it could be I don't know. What other random games have we had? It doesn't matter. But still, I, I get worried. This one, though, I'm actually a little not so worried about, to be honest. It seems like a really good idea. It seems fun. And we're kind of getting some of our uh, our media, fellow media members involved here. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then, obviously, Eric and I always find something else to talk about. So but that, with that being all said, Eric, how was your week, man? How you doing? Good.
0: I am... You know, baseball for little league just ended in terms of yep. the teams that I'm covering. Some of the state tournaments have just kind of finished up. Um, yeah, all the there's flagstaff still some teams. going on right now. Yeah, that I, they're, that I they're have to right wait near the yeah. end. Um yep. but the flagstaff teams have finished. Uh, some of them finished really strong in the state tournaments and everything. But so that's been a that's been something. You know, we're getting into the point where guys are starting to um, show up for. NAU football camp, NAU yep. some of the other sports and everything. So uh, they officially start some of their practices in August.
1: But yeah, yeah I'll be reporting. Are, things are looking good. I'll be reporting soon. That's right. To you know, get my gear and stuff like that. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, funny story about that, by the way. So as you know, I play in a football league, right? Um, and I was I went to the gym today a little bit earlier and they have i think i think i've said before but the eos that i go to i think most of them now do but it has an outdoor area so they just they just created it now i get i get, understand it's hot but for me i kind of like it a little bit extra sweat a little extra calories burned it's like being in a sauna basically um so i went and i did um squats and a couple other things outside right um so uh these two ki- like younger kids probably like maybe 14 15 years old went out there and they were doing something on like the deadlift platform they weren't bothering me like it wasn't a big deal somebody else walks out and he's more he's more closer like my age probably a little bit older than me and i just get done with a set and i sit down on the bench to kind of rest for a second and he looks at me and i kind of caught it out of the corner of my eye and he just points at me and i kind of look up and i'm like i'm like what's up dude like you okay Uh, i thought maybe he was asking how many sets i have left right Cause I had my music in, so I didn't, right. I couldn't really hear him. Um, and so I take out my AirPod, and he goes, he goes, you play football, right? And then I, before I could even answer, he goes, yeah, that is you. And he goes, you still going to play for the rebels? And I was, I was so caught off guard. I was like, Oh, uh, I mean, probably like, I don't know. The season ended like, I don't know, two weeks ago through no, like a month ago
0: yeah when does the next one start it's got to be
1: a while right well so official games are in the spring so like you know like i mean but like off season stuff is like Mm -hmm. october-ish but like usually i can't really make those anyway because it's always like saturday mornings or like you know like thursday nights and i'm like like i you know like i look i'm at practices until like seven o'clock sometimes like i'm not trying to go from that to like a workout typically when during the day, I have time before I go to schools to get a workout in already. So like, yeah. Um, but it caught me off guard. But here's the funniest part of it. One of the kids looks at me and he goes, he goes, Oh, you play football? And I'll go, I'll go, yeah. He goes, are you in the NFL? <laughs> and, I, like, and I literally looked at it because he heard like the, the guy recognized me. So he probably thought like, you know, and I was like, No, I'm like furthest thing from the NFL. I'm like, No. And he goes, but you're famous because he recognized you. I go, no, I'm not famous. He's like, can I have your autograph? And at this point, <laughs> he was joking, and I, I just looked at him. I was like, I started laughing. I'm like, no, I'm like, you can't have my autograph. I appreciate you, but no, you can't have my artic- autograph. Um, it, it was kind of funny. It was it was is a funny moment. Yeah, that's great. But yeah, I mean, I technically do have eligibility, but I don't want to play. So, but no, it, it was it was funny. It made like, it doesn't made, everybody made... have
0: envelope – Uh, eligibility
1: Uh, are you okay no are you all right that was man you you struggled there for a second Uh, uh, (laughs) everybody has nfl eligibility technically technically you're right so no it it was funny though It, it took a it took the load off of what was a very hot and very very tiring workout i my legs right now are destroyed so for those of you that were actually wondering and cared about my workout routine. So they all do There's that. I know. Yeah. They all um, told me
0: they were all wondering about
1: that. Yeah. Everyone was wondering about my workout routine. Yeah. Actually, to be completely honest, chili probably texts me at least three times a week. Yeah, hey, you work out today. Like he's, he's actually invested. And I think actually, I talked to him before we jumped on and I think he was actually at the gym too. From what he's I get, it, it sounded trying to help yeah. you get in shape. Yeah, he goes to the rich, rich person, rich per. He That's goes what you to the... for
0: making fun of the way I talk.
1: <laughs> no, it's no, because you stumbled on your words. He he goes to the rich person gym. He goes to Lifetime. They have a hair salon in there. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a nice place
1: though. It is very nice. I wish I've I could never
0: been it. to one in Arizona, but I've been to a few nice. I've days. been
1: I've been once. It's very nice. I wish I could afford it, but. I'll stick with uh, EOS for right now. So EOS
0: gets the job done.
1: Is it EOS or is it EOS? It's EOS, know. right?
0: I I'll honestly st- have st- never heard anybody pronounce it other than talking on here.
1: Okay, cool. I'll I've uh, just uh, I'll seen st- the sign. I'll stick to the uh the arguably most popular gym brand here yeah. in Arizona because they're everywhere. They're literally yeah. building them everywhere. Yep. Um just in like the three mile radius from my house, there's three of them not even kidding down the street a mile two miles it's nuts yeah so anyway enough about uh gyms eos sponsor us um (laughs) speaking of our sponsor thank you you to all that player they might get Um, invested yeah for sure yeah because i look like an nfl player um (laughs) all right so uh like i said we're gonna be going over some of the schedules we're gonna do that here in a second um now that I've gone on a tangent about kids thinking that I was in the NFL, which is weird. Um, Eric, do you want to get into your game or is it do you want to talk about your workout routine at the what is it the Flagstaff Athletic Club? Is that right?
0: I don't particularly think anybody cares about my workout routine.
1: What do you, what do you listen to when you are at the gym?
0: What's depends. Your go-to? What's We've go-to? talked about this before because it's vastly different. Um, it's sometimes podcast, a lot yep. of times audiobooks, it's rarely music. It's where I get a lot of um reading done. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually listening to I'm about a third of the way through Jewel the Singer, uh, her autobiography. And it's huh. read by her. And Interesting. uh yeah. And she's so I like favorite? when I like when celebrities read kind of their own memoirs. Um yeah. because it gives a special kind of meaning to it that you yeah. can't get otherwise. Yeah, I feel yeah. And her voice yeah. is so great anyway that even yeah. when she's just reading, it's fun to listen to. Well,
1: that's why I asked, she, does she sing at all during the podcast? She sings, so I probably, I'm
0: probably, i probably two and a half, maybe three hours in, and she sung wow. for like 30 seconds uh, in one part. So that was kind of fun, gotcha. um, but mostly just talking. But her voice is so great anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, today I... My go-to lately, so usually I, so I go in like the theater that EOS has, EOS, whatever. Um, but lately I've just been relying on YouTube to get me through my cardio. Cause some, like, honestly, like there've been times where I just like, I just try to like watch the TV or whatever. And I just like literally find myself looking down, like begging the time to go faster. Yep. So you gotta have something to distract you. When yeah, you're doing that. exactly. So, but anyway, all right. So. I'll let you explain. What is this game that you wanted to play with us with so everyone tonight? Or I, me, I
0: guess. think that there might not be a more successful game show than Family Feud. Like, I don't know how the the ratings have gone. Jeopardy's up there. Um, yep. Wheel of Fortune has had a huge run. Who wants is to right. be a millionaire? The Price is Right has been on yep. forever. But in terms of right now, you think of a popular game show at this moment um it might have to be family feud
1: with uh um, what's his name uh um, harvey thank you yes steve harvey um, have you have you seen some of the videos that come like name something that you the, want in your bed and it, someone goes like women or whatever yeah like,
0: exactly and so they're the yeah it's become so good at pumping out viral clips um yeah and because steve harvey has such funny reactions yep. stuff the, like the reaction that. is everything um and that's what they're aiming toward now is not just the game show itself but you know trying to get social media and youtube clips that can yep. go viral and they're they're great at it the producers have done an amazing job yeah. of picking they questions have. that can get something like that yep but i was thinking of something i was like i kind of i've always thought that my family would be good at family feud because we're so strange um <laughs> we might not be we might not win but we'd be entertaining but i was okay. thinking how can we do something like this and uh You know, how could we relate it to ourselves in this podcast and everything? So I was thinking, how do we, um, what if we had teams to play family feud against each other of Arizona sports media people? Um, High school sports media, right? Yeah, high school sports media. Okay, And so um, I just, I was, because that's kind of our lane. Um, There are people that cover other things, do an amazing job, obviously, but that's kind of our lane is the high school stuff around here. And uh, yeah, I think uh, who would be the best at it, who would have the best answers, who would be the funniest, stuff like that. And so you got to take all that into consideration. And I think that um, it's time that we should do our little draft. Um, We're both going to pick five players to represent our teams.
1: And for those of you that are wondering, so – When we say Arizona high school sports media, we mean literally the people like us two who are more involved with the high school scene um, than anything else. So now, granted, like you said, there are some people on the list. Now, I I compiled a list of a bunch of names just so I can have it. Um, There are some people who do a little bit of everything, but these are some prominent names that you can count on being on the sideline on a Friday night or at a volleyball game or whatever it may be. Um right. just for example some of those. So obviously Eric and I are not going to choose ourselves. So we're not on this list. Um but just for example I mean obviously you've I got might Arizona. choose you Zach. That. That's fine. Um just for example you have the Arizona varsity team obviously Chili Cody Ralph uh, gridiron Saliga's in there you've got Brett you've got Jose Garcia from az preps um you know you've got Kevin McCabe who obviously is a fan favorite for a lot of people. The Morales brothers down in Tucson, um, Team Sports 360, Claudia, Jordy, Spurge, Cessmat, all those people. Um, you know, then you then you move on to like the the, you know, I guess I, I can say they're bigger. Right. Richard Obert, Cam Cox, uh, you know, Nick King, Mark McClune, those guys. So, yeah, um, you know, just uh, those are just some of the names. Now, the list obviously is very long. Uh, there's a lot more names on there than what I just mentioned. Um, it would probably take me five minutes to get through all of them. So, uh, we're very lucky to have, you know, and that's uh, that's the thing is we've yeah. got there's a lot of great people, and so if we
0: miss yep. mentioning somebody, it's not no, it's not spite yeah. for them. It's that we just simply can't name everybody. Yeah, like Mostly if I really I can't think on my feet,
1: and like you know, and and everyone on this list, I I wholeheartedly respect. Um. You know, there's only one person on this list that I'm actually blocked on Twitter by, and that's the AZ Sports Network guy. I don't even know what his real name is, but I include him in the list. If you want somebody who can uh,
0: scam his way and just steal the money from Family Feud, maybe you can do that. Uh,
1: number one overall pick. Yeah. So, uh, but with that being said, Eric, how are we going to determine who picks first? I pick the game you can pick first. Are you sure?
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. So Zach's going to write down our picks. Each of us are going to select. We'll go back and forth, um, select five people. We'll give a little bit of a rationale for why we pick each person. um, All right. On the family feud.
1: With the first overall pick in the Eric and Zach family feud draft, um, this person is an icon at this point uh, in the high school sports media scene. There's an easy number one overall pick. Yes, well, maybe, because we we might have different thinking here. Uh, he's very knowledgeable. He in, in everything. Um, he's a he has a great personality, a great guy overall. But man, when you get him going, and you get him like arguing, and how quick he can be with responses, which obviously Family Feud is one of those situations. The man, the myth, the legend. Chili is my number one overall pick. That's who I was
0: exactly thinking, to. Yep. It's an easy number one pick. It is. Um, yes. Best in terms of pop culture yes. knowledge, yep. um, probably of anybody, uh, high school or uh, statewide yep. sports media in general. No one 100%. knows as much about pop culture as him. Um, so, yeah, I think that was kind of an yep. easy first pick. I'm not surprised you picked him. Yep. Um, so you've got Chili. Chili. I'm going with a guy who's very seasoned, um, big name, big personality. When you're talking Arizona high school sports, he knows a lot and he's a guy that he could be your captain because you have to have somebody that, you know, in that first seat, you've watched family feud enough, right? Like, you know, that first person is kind of a representative. That's the person who talks to Steve at the beginning. That's the person I ask all the questions of, um, and he's quick on his feet, and I'm going Kevin McCabe.
1: I like it, Kevin McCabe.
0: It's a good Plus, one. Plus, I think honestly, he just give good answers too.
1: I, I agree, hundred percent. All right, so with my second pick, um, I'm gonna go with a newbie on the scene. He's a little bit new, although he's also young. He knows good, you know. He ha- I feel like he would have some good answers. He's witty. People would love him. He's the guy that, like you said, Eric, you stick him in the very front because he would immediately capture the hearts of America. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jordan Spurgeon is my second pick. You did
0: go pretty young. He just graduated I know. recently, right?
1: Spurge. Look, man, Spurge is going to be. Look, there's a lot of talented Arizona high school sports media here. And I've only been in, you know doing this for like, what, like five, six years. And same with you. But. I think we can both agree that Spurge is going to be big time at some point yeah, in his career. Absolutely. If he's not already, he's yeah. going to be big time not and he can do clap either. pushups. Anyone you have on your team that can do clap pushups on camera in Sun Devil Stadium, you got to have him. I'm going with someone for my second
0: pick that we actually didn't mention before. Um, okay. It's kind of a wild card in this way because it's, you know, she's kind of been off and on sports in high school. Okay. I'm going with, uh, a very prevalent 98.7 sports producer in Sarah Cazell who's been, spent okay. much time on Arizona, AZ Prep Spotlight um, she's a, been a guest on our show um, very knowledgeable about Arizona yep. sports in general knowledge about a lot yep. and she also in her show has to do with a lot of big personalities and so I don't think being on a team of five and being in, t- in front of the camera and everything would be too difficult for her I think she'd be a
1: great person on the team it's a really, really good pick. It's a really good pick. Um, how involved are we going to get with people who are, I guess, still are, are not necessarily in it anymore? Um, yeah, I guess that's a good point because she—I don't know if she's still making a lot of air, well, and, like she, sports stuff. I think she still counts because she's relatively new. Now, I have in mind someone who has been out of it for a couple years now.
0: If you want to make a pick, go ahead. I'll, I'll support you.
1: No, I'll hold off. I'll hold off on okay. that. Okay. We'll, we'll um, do
0: a couple honorable mentions at the end. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that.
1: Um, No, you know what? I'm going to do it. I don't care. Okay. Tressa Tudrick yeah. is my next pick. I think, like you said, very, very personable. She's talked to everybody. She was very good at what she does. I haven't seen Tressa. I hope she's doing well in a long time. Um, I'm going Tressa. I have to go Tressa.
0: Yeah. Um, You need somebody that can deal with all the big personalities. Steve Harvey by himself is somebody that. And she can, can do it. Yeah, and she, she could absolutely it. do it. I'm going with someone who I know knows a lot of answers to things. Um, Just a smart person. Okay. Like, we're dumb, you and Isaac. We're dumb, but yep. we need a smart person. And so I'm going Chris Eaton, the numbers <sighs> man. Gridiron Arizona um, just knows a lot in general. And I think he would be uh, – he'd have really thoughtful answers on things. Yeah.
1: All right, so just to recap really quick, we have two picks left. Uh, now, for those of you that don't know what we're doing, uh, this is the um, Take It Easy Sports Show Family Feud Draft. This is basically Eric and I drafting our teams that we would want to go to Family Feud with. And we think that we would present a winning – I guess team for that matter. Um, now obviously you have Eric and myself as you know, the automatic on the team. Uh, and then we're choosing five others and they have to be Arizona high school sports personalities or media, I should say. So, uh, with that being said, uh, Eric's team so far is Kevin McCabe, Sarah Kazell, and gridiron Arizona, AKA Chris Eaton. My team is chili Jordan Spurgeon and Tressa Tudrick. Um, She was fantastic when she, I, I hope we see her soon. I don't, I can't remember what she's doing now, but I hope, I hope we see her soon. I know she had I know she had a, a baby. So, you know, congratulations to her and obviously her husband and everything too. So, all right. So my fourth pick, you know, you, you went with someone who knows the answer to everything. And I think I'm going to go the same route as you, someone who, let others kind of do the talking for them sometimes in terms of their work and everything um i'm sticking with team sports 360 i'm going mr brad sesmat it's a good one yeah
0: yeah he's uh he's definitely somebody that likes to um put others in positions of you know great he sets people up to do really well exactly Um, and so you know he's He's a a good guy he could be like third or fourth in your in your lineup of five like you know you're getting a solid answer but he doesn't yep. have to be the one that makes the big pick
1: yep so exactly. I can see that exactly and i'm
0: actually going in this in a similar vein with my pick okay. um somebody that quietly is as good as anybody um in this high school media scene And i'm going jose garcia of sports uh I love Press, jose, man. great guy awesome. um there's nobody that would be calmer during the thing, too. Yeah. I've never seen the guy get like overly excited or overly yeah. mad or anything like that. I think he I just,
1: know. he's, he's a,
0: constantly at a five out of 10. And he's I, awesome, he's awesome, man.
1: Um, he's awesome. All right. So we have one pick left each. Is that correct? Yep. I'm torn. I'm very torn. Um, both of these individuals are very easy to get along with. Whenever I see them, it's a great time um it's always a fist bump or a hug or whatever that all yeah how are you on a personal level not just a um you know professional level and i know we're not necessarily picking for like you know a quote-unquote friends because it's a family feud thing like you want someone that knows answers but both of these people would also be very good at the game show i have to lean towards my guy from 12 news cam cox I love cam. I'm a huge fan of cam. I think he would be fantastic. He's fun to hang out with, uh, you know, at Chili's thing, he was awesome. Every time I see him anywhere, it's awesome. Um, you know, we talked for a little bit, um, before, you know, Herm and all those guys came in, we were at the Rose bowl last year for ASU and UCLA, just a genuinely good person that you want to spend time with. And honestly, someone who I think when you get that competitive, those competitive juices flowing in them, because he's used to those media scrums, he can be quick with those answers. Quick to hit the button. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Hotel. Yeah, I think he's he might be the sneaky competitive guy in your team. I
1: think so, too. I think so, too. So, your final pick.
0: Part of the reason I wanted you to go first is just so I could have the last pick and make this person Mr. Irrelevant. Um, <laughs> just so he gets a little bit of his ego taken in check. Okay. Um, he's the mightiest kid on your youth football team. He is the safety on the All Smurf squad. He is the
1: size of a football. If I know. Who would... I know who you're going with and he's not media anymore. you can't pick him.
0: He works for Arizona
1: varsity. No, he doesn't. He works not... for Devil's Digest. Oh. I thought you were talking about someone else. <laughs> no.
0: That's why I said the mightiest kid on the youth football team. He's a peewee all-star at age 25 or whatever he is. He's the only football I know that has muscles. That's disrespectful. He is the only guy who you talked about, you know, Jordan Spurgeon – could do a one-handed clap push-up this guy might just not even uh, out of the blue might just start actually doing push-ups on TV. nope this guy likes
1: this guy likes to eat too much yeah that's true yeah he he might bring a like a burger with him on set Um, and then while he's eating the burger wonder what his next meal is going to be
0: yeah that's exactly right yep we're going with our guy cody cameron
1: yeah cody cameron Holy he's like four
0: thing. foot five or something like that.
1: <laughs> so He's going to text us when he listens to this. You know, he's going to text us and just, I think his exact words are going to be Eric. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> actually, he he's I'm in, right though. Actually, I think he's in LA right now. Still. I don't, even, I don't think he's home. Maybe he won't text us.
0: He's the only person I know with shoes that are minus size. <laughs> Is this turning into the roast
1: of Cody Cameron?
0: Yeah. Dude, his cleats have one cleat on them.
1: <laughs>
0: you ever seen the thimble that you play with in the Monopoly game? Oh my God. Those are those are the one cleat on his shoes. He gets baby Keds for his football cleats.
1: He stands on tippy toes during pictures. Yeah,
0: that's exa- that actually is true.
1: And every time he takes a picture, he flexes. But he's the only person I know that flexes and gets shorter. Yep, that's exactly. Yeah, his muscles <laughs> weigh him down. <laughs> you know what's funny is I'm actually seeing him tomorrow, so I really hope. I don't know. We just well, jumps. He sits up, down. and gets taller. When he sits on a bar stool, his feet dangle. Yep, that's exactly right.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's the only he's the only twenty year old that you know that needs a high chair to eat at Applebee's.
1: <laughs> he has to jump on someone's shoulders in order to ride a roller coaster that's at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when he walks the halls at high school for work, the people ask him where his hall pass is. That's exactly right. <laughs> They're like, oh, are you visiting
0: to see where you're going to go to school next year? Oh my
1: God. <laughs> uh, can't believe you called him a football with a muscle. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, my last pick. Oh, Cody Cameron. We love you, man. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> Oh, okay. Um so just to recap. Uh for our uh, Arizona High School Media Family Feud teams, uh Eric chose Kevin McCabe, Sarah Kazell, Gridiron Arizona and uh Jose Garcia and then uh the football himself Cody Cameron. Uh I chose Chilli, Jordan Spurgeon, Tressa Tudrick and then Brad Sesmat along with Cam Cox. Um Eric, we got to put a poll out or something like that. We could for, do that. like, you know, uh, honorable mentions obviously um the the other pick that was super hard for me to just dis- you know decipher between cam cox uh was uh was brett quintine Yep. uh very knowledgeable someone who i think could get very competitive honestly i too. do too i've seen him during the arizona varsity award season oh yeah um he fights you for know, his guys he does which is a good uh, thing um Obviously, Lee Patterson's a big one that we could have gone with. Um, you know, uh, Jacob Saliga. Jacob knows gets, the young stuff. We don't know just, any of the young he stuff. Just gets, he just gets too emotional. He might Saliga. be too emotional. Saliga gets too emotional. Um, obviously he also we, might be
0: on a Twitter spaces while we're
1: doing the true. show and miss pick. <laughs> if we wanted to get lit with it, we could have gone with Brittany Boyer. Um, and then, obviously, Ralph Amsden. Look, Ralph probably should have been number one pick for either, for one of us. Ralph is a yeah. guy that you sign to like as you sign as an undrafted free agent, and then he goes on to become like Tom Brady, yeah, in Family Feud. Um, so, but yeah, no, that was fun. I like that. That was a good time. Who of your team is your two for fast money? Uh, one hundred percent Chili and Spurge. Hundred yeah, percent. That's fair. Your top 100%. two picks yeah. kind of make the most sense. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so Kevin McKay. <laughs> I can imagine Kevin for you being like, "Oh, what are we doing? <laughs> is, this, is this is this what the kids do? What? <laughs> I love Kevin, man. He's such a good guy. He does make uh, a kid statement at some point in the all show, all the time, all the time. Yes, and he will. Yeah, in that, yeah. He'll, he, Steve Harvey will come to him and be like, "What's your name?" He'll he'll go, you know, "I'm Kevin McCabe." They call me the Dean. And uh, I like to listen to that uh, that Drake or whatever the kids are bumping in their AirPods these That's days. That's exactly right. On their TikToks. Yep. <laughs> I love it, man. We got to put a poll out for um, for this to see who actually wins. I'll let you do that. It was your game. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving on. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I don't know how we're going to take these schedules seriously now. I think we should yeah. finish over there. Um, all right, so I got my handy dandy iPad. Uh so as, as we already mentioned, uh this last two episodes now we've been going over um basically like the first couple weeks of the season for the two eighth through six. We're talking about football, uh, volleyball, all those other sports. We are going to get to them as well, probably as we hit like the mid-August time frame because everything starts August 8th in terms right. of practicing. Uh, but in the meantime, we're gonna get to what is it? September 15th and 16th,
0: right? Yeah. 15, 16, 17. Uh, so, 17 being if there's any Saturday games.
1: Yeah. So weird thing. This is like week five for 2A and 3A. Uh, week three for 4A through 6A. So It's what they get for um, yeah. starting
0: everything. It,
1: yep, exactly. Um, hang on. I got to look up one thing really quick because I just remembered it. Uh by the way, one of the games that I think we might have missed. Okay, so honorable mention from last week that we missed. Uh, it's not on the AZ prep schedule, that's why we missed it. Uh Highland is traveling to Utah to face Lone Peak, which is actually a traditionally pretty good team. Yeah, they're good. Ironically, ironically, Highland is traveling to Highland, Utah to play mm-hmm. Lone Peak. Doo-doo-ch. All right. Um sorry, that was bad. All right, Eric. <laughs> i don't know what was worse the
0: joke or your simulated drum <laughs> did <it> sh-
1: <laughs> oh my gosh all right uh week 15th and 16th uh, looking at the schedule and, and here's the here's kind of the funny thing with this fun slash funny uh eric and i don't rehearse this so as we're going through we're literally looking at the schedule right now in real time Like, I pulled it up, but I didn't actually look at it. So um, whether people think that's a good thing or a bad thing, take it as you wish. But you're getting the real raw reaction from the two of us. Um, Man, 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 man. Let's see. So no Saturday games from what it looks like. I'm going to go Chandler, Prep Sequoia Pathway. Uh, Those seem to be, obviously, oh, well, here's a good one. Here's a good reason. Region game. I think yeah. that's like one of the first region games that's going to take place uh, a couple more actually, but uh, in general, that's going to be a pretty competitive region. If I do, if I'm thinking about the teams that are in there correctly. Um, and like I said before, I've I mentioned Chandler prep. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Titans. Um, no pun intended there, I guess, kind of. Um, so I, I really think Chandler prep is going to have a big year for them out there. Um, I think I'm expecting a deep playoff run. And anytime you get a region game, that's where you can really slip up, especially when you factor in how important region games are in the lower conferences.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. That's kind of, you know, week five for um, these teams is kind of where you, you start to know who your team is yep. um, and you start to know whether you've got the potential to make a run and stuff like that. And so yep. these region games are really important. Um, Absolutely. And 2A gets there before the others. So I'm with you there. Um, I think we kind of decided at the beginning that we, you know, just kind of highlight one 2A game. So let's get to 3A. Oh,
1: gotcha. Uh, I'm going to go with Florence and Coolidge. And the reason for that rivalry game. And last year they did something really cool. Uh, They both wore home uniforms. So it was like a red versus blue kind of thing. And for those of you that remember last year, I tried to get the AIA to allow Desert Vista and Mountain Point to do the same thing. I think it'd be awesome if they did. Um, I think same thing with like Chandler Hamilton. Like blue versus imagined. yellow for Mountain Point, Desert Vista? Um, No, I think, they were, red. I think they were going to try to go. Because uh, I remember
0: you talking about it, but I forgot what the colors were. Yeah, be.
1: I think they were going to go um, navy versus the gold for Mountain Point. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, Mountain Point also has black, and I've heard Desert Vista might be getting gold this year. So, Desert crossed. Vista always
0: has some solid uniforms.
1: They always do, yeah. Um, so, that'd be really cool. But, um, and then Chandler Hamilton, could you imagine like Chandler's all black versus Chandler's all blue? Or yeah, Hamilton's cool. all black, sorry, versus Chandler's all blue? That'd be really cool.
0: Yeah, I just wonder if it'd be hard to see on like when it's
1: dark out the blue and the black. Difference. Well, the Chandler's blues are bright enough. They are pretty
0: bright. That's true.
1: Um, now the alternative could be is put Chandler in black and put Hamilton in their maroon.
0: That's what I was thinking more.
1: Yeah. Or the blue versus job. the maroon
0: would be even more distinguishable. That's true. I,
1: I like that too. Yeah. And I, I love that blue color that um, Chandler has, especially when it they really wear is white. like
0: a Royal blue. Yeah.
1: When they wear the white helmet with it. Oh, Beautiful. That's that's my favorite uniform combo that they've got. Yeah. Um but they've got those really cool uh gray helmets now too though. Yep. They wore those I think one time last year. Um So, yeah. So that that's one thing that I really wish the AIA did. And we can get more into like the uniform discussion later on obviously, but uh, I really wish the AIA would let teams wear you know, home and home for just playoff games. I'm sorry, yeah. rivalry games. Yeah. And I think sure. it could be something where like and they you know, maybe they could say, "Oh, well, how would we even regulate that?" Before the season, every team approaches and says, Okay, we want to do this. Here's our rival, here's what game we're doing it. That's it.
0: Yeah, everybody gets one game that they get to like exactly. flex it or something like
1: that. Cause a lot of teams they won't even announce their uniform combination until like the Thursday before. I think that's the one game where you have to present it and get approval from the AIA to make sure the colors are and like different enough, all that stuff. I think it would be really cool. And I think I don't think Coolidge and Florence technically got permission to do it, but it's blue and it's light blue and or like a royal blue and like a bright red. So. Yeah, so that is pretty easy enough. Chris Eaton, St. Mary's, and Brophy. That'd be sweet. That'd be the great. The green and yeah. the red. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so That's sweet. That's
0: like the, uh, the the colorway uniforms that they do in uh, Thursday Night the Football.
1: NFL? Yep. They used to do that. They don't really do that much anymore, do they? I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, Gridiron also said go team Eric. So. Go. One for me, zero for you.
0: How are you doing?
1: Moving on to four eh? Yeah. Um. <laughs> How about you? Go ahead.
0: Yeah, uh, I have Coconino at Arcadia, uh, and obviously this is this is one that's of interest to me because I cover Coconino heavily. But it's their first road game. Um, they, for whatever reason, often have a buy at the beginning of the season. Um, it's the yeah, last couple of years know.
1: in a row. I don't know how I'd feel about that if I was a player.
0: Yeah, um, I think it's just kind of how the cards have been dealt for them. But the la- this is the second season in a row they've had a bye um, the first week and played later. Um, and so this will be week three, so they'll, they'll have had a home game, but they're going to Arcadia, uh, new Coach Brown there. And, uh, you know, that's that's definitely a road game for them uh, in terms of the, the length and everything like that. So I'm excited to see that one.
1: How do you feel about um... – well, I'm looking at September 2nd right now, but I think it's one that we missed. I don't think it was on there. For the 4A, Slam Academy from Henderson coming to play A.L.A. Gilbert in the walk-up Skydome. I don't know anything about Slam Academy, but sports, I will probably be there. Sports leadership and management. We actually believe, I think we Yuma might Catholic. have talked about that last year. Yuma uh, Catholic.
0: Yuma Catholic played them, yeah. Yep. Um, it was 42-0. to zero. Yuma in Catholic won. Oh yeah. So Slam got slammed a little bit.
1: Slam got slammed. They're the bulls. Um, the we'll bulls how- got the, the bulls got wrangled and slammed. Yep, that's Dude. right.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh I might be back for that one. That's the day after the ASU and uh, AU game, the- so I might be slow to get back to Flagstaff, but uh we're off the rails.
1: We're off yeah. the rails. This- that's right. This has been a weird episode. It has been. Um Moving on, <laughs> so my game, uh, it's a it's a six a versus four a. It's the game actually that we just mentioned. It is St. Mary's and Brophy, mm-hmm. classic, classic, classic rivalry. Um, i I would love to see the green on red. That would be so cool. I think, um, or even the black with the green would be really cool. Um, geez, even St. Mary's could come out in their yellow uniforms. I think that'd be sweet. Yeah. Uh, just a classic rivalry rivalry between two of the private schools here in Arizona, probably two of the older schools as well, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Not, Both of them have been around for a long time. I was gonna say, I think Brophy's been around for a while now. So, yeah, and I know St. Mary's has been around for a really long time. So, um, definitely, really that's a cool long-standing there. rivalry. It is, and that I, got they, taken they, off for a few
0: years. Yeah, I was gonna like say it
1: took a hiatus for a while, but it's back now, which is really really cool to see. Um, any other four games you want to mention?
0: Yeah, Yuma Catholic at Lake Havasu. Uh, yep. Yuma Catholic, now a 4A squad. Uh, you know, we've talked about them uh, quite a bit. But, you know, they're high-flying passing offense and everything. Um, so it's kind of a two-styles uh, game. Lake Havasu runs the ball a lot. Yep. Um, at least they did last year. Isaac Stopkey is a, one of the underrated line uh, running backs. And a really big kid for Lake Havasu. Really, really good runner. Uh, I saw him a couple times last year and that'll be a
1: good one. So, you know, two different styles of play. Absolutely. Uh, Moving on to five, a just going down the list here. uh, I think it's a pretty obvious one. Mesquite and cactus. Um, Obviously these two have had quite a history together. That's exactly Um, what it was. Semifinals two years ago, it was the final last year. um, And then now all of a sudden both teams have new coaching. Well, kind of a new coaching staff, new head coaches. Um, obviously, the players for Cactus are relatively the same, minus a few. Mesquite has basically a whole new roster. Yeah, um, Not last year, I'm sorry, two years ago, and then three years ago was the semifinals. Yeah. I just realized that. Um, so Mesquite still made the semifinals last year, even with, obviously, Ty Thompson being gone. Mesquite's got talent over there. And, and Coach Miller is going to do a great job of getting them back, I think, to the playoffs again. Um, still a 4A team. Cactus is 5A, but that rivalry is going to, I think, live on, and it's going to live on in a pretty good way. Now, remember, Cactus got Mesquite pretty darn good last year, but that Cactus team was, you know, as the kids say, that was different. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So I think that's going to be a really, really fun matchup. Uh, And then moving on, I got to go one more, Eric. It's a 5A versus 6A. Desert Edge and Highland. Yep. About, t- look, Desert Edge is going to start a freshman quarterback. I can't remember his name for the life of me now. Chris, if you're watching, please, please, please tell me. But man, welcome to big boy football. Yeah. That Highland defense is – they return a lot of their starters from last year's championship team. That Highland defense is going to be it's just amazing again. And I talked to Highland. I did a story um, – Oh, Low, oh, Mesquite's in 5A now. I messed up on that. Thank that's you, Chris. Right. Yeah, they're one of the um, teams that moved out. That's right. that's right. So both in 5A. Um, But yeah, this Highland Desert Edge game, physical matchup. Two defenses that are very good. You have high-powered offenses. Obviously, both of them are going to have brand-new quarterbacks for the first time in three, four years. That's going to be a fun matchup. And it's two teams that, honestly, I could probably see in the open division. Yeah. So, yeah, depending on how
0: their schedules... Yep out and if if one of these teams wins by you know a little bit and so it's not like a lopsided points thing whoever wins yep. um my 5a game that uh, i have a couple that i want to mention one is yep. a five versus 4a um you mentioned cactus their rival peoria cactus has dominated as of recent in that rivalry but peoria is hosting raymond kellis which is another rivalry in the peoria school district mm-hmm. um they actually were rivals for a long time too um, they just haven't played as much recently, but uh, Peoria has Jason Golden as its new coach um, after Will Bab was there for many years. Carlos uh, had a great year for for Raymond Kellis, um, kind of making them a, a playoff contender. They didn't end up making it as far as they wanted to, but they they really turned things around from several bad losing seasons in a row. Um, so. These two teams are on kind of uh, both on an upward path, you would think. And then the other five, a game is a rematch of the championship in five, a from two years ago. And that's sunrise mountain at Ironwood. Um, We've talked about both of these teams before on this podcast, but sunrise mountain returns a lot of talent. They always have a lot of good, they always have good senior classes coming in and Ironwood kind of had a rebuilding year last year um, after making the five, a title game, but, We'll see how they kind of, you know, have taken that and will grow from
1: it. Um, quick, uh, producers note. Thank you, Gridiron. You're now our producer. Um, I hope I'm saying the name right, Hezekiah Millinder. I hope that's the Desert right. Edge quarterback. He's gonna be a sophomore, actually. Apparently, gonna be a sophomore. Yeah. So I messed up on that. I thought for some reason I thought he was a freshman, but I could be wrong. All right. Obviously, he, I am wrong. He was a freshman. Thank you. Um uh honorable mention by the way for the 5a this is a 5a 6a matchup desert mountain mountain view on a thursday night you know where i'm gonna be um although i will say that's the same night as saint mary's Brophy, which is kind of sad because i even though i don't cover those two teams it's a classic rivalry i would love to see it for sure um moving on to the 6a conference though man where do i even begin there's a lot of great ones there's a lot of really good ones queen creek pinnacle i think pinnacle is going to pull out some special uniforms for that night so little uh precursor um desert ridge red mountains always physical because those two teams are so close in proximity and they're kind of a rivalry together um o'connor saguaro i think one of the biggest ones though has to be liberty and valor christian i do too and then on top of that i mean basha traveling down to tucson to take on south point South Point, yeah, that's big,
0: potentially you know, South Point's been in the open two out of the last three years. Yep,
1: so that's gonna be. And isn't South Point South Point 6A, 6A now. now? 6A East Valley, good luck, South Point. Um, travel wise, I mean, yeah, they're definitely um, in the East Valley, yeah, for sure. East, East Tucson Valley, they're not even East Tucson, they're like, South I don't Tucson. actually know where it is in Tucson. It's like, it's like directly north of U of A campus. Oh,
0: so <laughs> yeah. it's not East,
1: no, it's definitely not East. Um, yeah, no, definitely not. If anything, it might even be considered like West. Not west, but West. Um, weast. Weast. um, But I mean, even then, like Hamilton traveling up to Mountain Ridge, Mountain Ridge looked good at Flight Club, man.
0: Yeah.
1: A lot of people um, think
0: Mountain Ridge is going to be really improved this year.
1: And, and Mountain Ridge has a solid offensive line now. They've got some studs on the defensive line. Mountain Ridge is going to be a very much improved team. And don't they? They still have Brendan Anderson, too, don't they? Yeah. It's going to be a yeah, senior so, year. He's got a lot so, to prove. Yeah, exactly. So I mean that that could be a good game too. And then you have Chaparral Mountain Point, which, like Mountain Point, is I think going to be a very good team. Um, their schedules, I think, is favorable. Chaparral might be one of the toss up games, but I mean in general, that look, that's going to be a fun one too. And Chaparral's coming down to Awatuki to to go to that one. So
0: Chaparral quietly has been in the you know six a final the last two seasons in a row. I wouldn't say quietly. In terms of the the coverage they're getting, you know, preseason though, like I haven't seen as much about Chaparral as I have about some of the other six A.
1: No, and I think it's just hard because they graduated Brayton Silbord, they graduated a lot of their top receivers, they right. graduated obviously Anthony Lucas. Like, and I know they have a stud defensive end up there still, but like, I think honestly, it's just a lot of unknowns with them right now, and that's right. kind of why that's been the case. Yeah. So, no,
0: you're right. Quietly was the wrong word, but I'm thinking in terms of preseason, you know, hype and coverage and
1: everything like
0: that. Chaparral is going to be good again.
1: Yeah, remember how Chaparral was one of the favorites to be in the Open like two years ago? Yeah, and they very well could have been. They just COVID killed them. They yep. went four and three, or I think, I think something like that. Yeah, and then you know, made it, and then yeah, so that was can you hear the they dog? Went,
0: barking? That season. They went three and two in the regular season. They that's what it was. Three, three games and two. due to COVID of yep. the eight game season and barely snuck into the six, eight playoffs and then won and the then championship. Won yeah.
1: That was a good game too,
0: though. And
1: Highland said, remember Hy- Gage daily told me we're coming back and we're winning. And he lived up to his word. Yeah. They came back and won. Uh, we do have a question from our producer. Uh, he says, Will Salpoint?" get destroyed with this 6a phoenix area schedule last year all eight regular season wins came versus southern arizona teams could still be quote-unquote best team in tucson but also could be four and six uh i'm gonna go look at the schedule and i'll read it off to you eric um it looks like so south point catholic week one at chaparral that's a far drive gets worse week two at boulder creek Talk about getting a hotel. They should just stay the there. Yeah, literally. There. Uh, week three, they have Basha come to them. Week four, they're at Sienega. That's a local game. Uh, week five, uh, they're home against Micah Mountain, which is a local game. Uh, week six, at Red Mountain. That's a drive. I'm in Chandler, and that's a 30-minute drive for me. Um, eh. Yeah, about 30. Eh, 25, 30, whatever. Yeah, um, that's very East Mesa. October 21st which is weeks one two three four seven um Williamsfield is coming down to Tucson then Tollison comes down then Mountain View comes down and they wrap up at Queen Creek Chris is right man that's brutal
0: that is a brutal schedule
1: I mean without the
0: probably okay. he's probably right in terms of what they're favored in they might be favored in four out of those games
1: like I think I the... think it's I think it's too early to do this necessarily, but I'll do it just for South Point. This is just my now South Point, I always say this. Prove me wrong. I think they start off one and one. I think they beat Boulder Creek and I think they lose to Chaparral. They drop to one and two against Basha. Two and two against Cienega, three and two against Micah Mountain. <sighs> that Red Mountain game is tough, man. Yeah. Um uh, that, that Red Mountain team is gonna be good, and that's a long drive. So what do I have them at? Three and two? Yeah, right? three and two. I'm gonna say three and three. Williamsfield. Williamsfield is such a toss up, man. Without um, I can't remember his name now, but the quarterback, he's not there anymore. So Williamsfield is yeah. kind of a toss up. But Williamsfield is never a slouch. So I mean, I'll skip that for now. I think they beat Tolleson, so that's four, four and three, right? That sounds right. Yeah, four and three. Uh, man, I think I think Chris is right. South Point could very well be. 5 and 5 4 and 6.
0: Yeah, they're going to have to they're going to have to win a couple games that they're not favored in to get a
1: winning record cuz Mountain um, View is going to be very good again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean I mean,
0: it is it really is one of the tougher schedules in 6A. Um yeah. and they're playing, you know, they've got the two local teams, but they're playing some tough valley squads uh, on a regular basis. So, yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, honestly, I'm going five and five with that record with that schedule.
1: Have you seen Basha's schedule?
0: They're tough too, but that's peep that's a team. People think is in the open. That's a different level.
1: Yeah, but man, Los Alamitos, which is one of the better teams in California, desert Ridge, South point, mountain view, cactus, Liberty, Hamilton, Chandler, Castile, Perry. Ooh. Yeah, that is tough. That, that week, From Sal Point, well, week one, difficult. Week two, Desert Ridge is always going to come to play. Week three, week four, week five, week six, week seven, week eight is a gauntlet. Now, Castile, man, Castile could sneak one if Bash is banged up from those other games. Castile's a solid squad. And then Perry, Perry's itching to get at someone right now. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, whew. And it's a rivalry game. Yeah. Oh man. That Bash is look if Basha comes away nine and one, ten and no in that schedule. Whew, even eight and eight and two, seven and three in that schedule, that's a that's they should be happy. If they're seven and three, they're an open team in that schedule. Oh, yeah, They have to be. We're not talking about Highland anymore. Like, look, Highland should have been an open team last year at seven and three. But like, yeah, holy crap, that's a that's a schedule. Yeah. And we haven't, and I haven't looked at Chandler's yet or Saguaro's. Saguaro's is brutal. Always is. Bergen Catholic, Queen Creek, O'Connor, Chandler, Liberty, Desert Edge, Highland, Shap, Pinnacle, Brophy. There's literally no break. That's just physical teams coming at you every single week. Jeez. Brutal. All right. Eric, best thing you ate in the last week?
0: Best thing I ate in the last week. Yes, sir. I've done this one before, but breakfast for dinner. Love breakfast for dinner. Had an omelet. Mushrooms, spinach, little bits of onion. So Good. they don't, you, I know you don't like onion, but if it's cooked well, it's great. Uh, makes everything else taste better. Ugh. And some leftover pork I had. Tremendous.
1: Hmm. Pork and an omelet, huh? Yeah. Nice. Uh, best thing I ate went to my buddy's house this past weekend. Carne asada with homemade. Mango habanero salsa. Oh, my God. Sounds delicious. Oh, it was so good. Slap some sour cream on the tortillas. A little bit of salsa with the carne asada. Oh, my God. It was so good. Holy crap. My mouth is watering just thinking about it. I had a lot, too, and I'm not even sad about it. Nothing to be sad about. (laughs) No. So, anyway. All right. Let's wrap it up. Thank you all for tuning in to the live show. Chris Eaton, thank you to our producer. Uh, Thank you to our sponsor, all.net. And uh, make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter at Zach at Human Rights, at AZHSFB, at Arizona Varsity, and then obviously follow Chris Eaton at Gridiron Arizona. Um, Man, Eric, we're getting closer and closer. This is episode 94, almost at 100. Uh, By the time the season starts, we'll be at 100 episodes. Pretty cool. So um, with that being said, we will talk to you all next week.